are listening to the official podcast of Resurgence Initiatives, inspiring people to arise together. For more information, go to liveresurgence.com. Um, done like sitting on a stage okay like if we're gonna all share it would be like okay somebody does first point someone does a second point someone does a third point Um, but as we prayed for this weekend we we felt uh, God really directing us to um, to have a conversation this morning and more than a preach more than um, just just have a conversation as a lead team this is our lead team this is Dean Karis I'm Travis. This is Aaron and Tara, and and we just we wanted to um, talk through some things and um, kind of kind of just as we have a team meeting at someone's house, uh, have that that dialogue, go back and forth, um, talk about some things, um, and and we're just gonna kind of flow with how the Holy Spirit's gonna guide us. And uh, I'm gonna pray, and uh, and then we'll just go on to this. And so, um, God, I just thank you. I thank you. That uh, for all that you've done this weekend, but I thank you for all that you're doing right now in this room. And I thank you for all that you're going to speak. <laughs> Come on. And God, we just thank you for tables. And we thank you for John. And um, God, I just I thank you for our words that we'll share, that they be your words, your life. I thank you for the breakthroughs that will still happen in this room, God, just as we speak. And But God, as you move. And God, you're here, and so we welcome you, and we thank you for all that you've done, God, last night, the sweet spirit that was in this, the sweet presence of God that came last night, and God, just we, we thank you for that, and we, we invite that to continue right now in this place, in Jesus' name, amen. Um, some of the things that we, um, we, we wanted to kind of share how, how we flow, and um, uh, you know, it's funny when we, when I speak sometimes, and you know, when Karis does worship or or Tara prophesies, and it's funny that when you meet people sometimes outside of resurgence context, they're like, "Oh, you're not like serious preacher person all the time. You're not um, worship leader. You know, uh, you know, like you're not just prophetic, fiery redhead person. You're like." have other stuff to, you know, there's just this, I remember we invited our friend Lillian, Lillian who's living in Sweden now, and we invited her, and we were at a lead team meeting, and she comes in, and she's like, okay, this is all serious, and we're just hanging out, and then I just was being normal, which she didn't really realize Travis normal, um, and, and she's like, who are you? What happened to the Travis that's on the stage at Resurgence? She's like, why do you guys keep like joking around? And she like just couldn't get it that and and it was like so different and she's like now I know the real Travis and so we kind of felt in sharing today um, that we're you know so we're going to be really serious we're not going to be sarcastic in any way Um, and and the first thing that that I want to talk about is um, the beards of resurgence you know Um, um, it's very important and I want to know Karis and Tara where's your beard Um, what's the problem here so, Whoa. is that that's the first thing on our agenda, right? Yeah. yeah. That's enough testosterone. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think the big. Can I? Can Does I that just, work? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I think just to go on to what you were just saying, Trav, is something we 
we really want to be real with you guys. Like we, we, we say often from here, the stage is like, there's a leader in every chair and I, but we want to go deeper, kind of like, kind of into, in like, in what Julian was saying, we want to go deeper, we want to be real and we want you to, we want to preach what we're, we want to like show you we're preaching and we're living out what we're preaching, I guess is what I'm saying. And so we're hoping from this conversation, we don't know actually how it's totally going to go and we actually set it up to be like that just to, to see where the Holy Spirit takes us. And the goal is, is really just to be like, we're human. We're humans who go through stuff. We're humans just like you. Um, I think one thing we want you to take away from this is one thing we, 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 we sharpen each other in is we're humans who prioritize Jesus before ourselves. And we, we challenge one another and we sharpen one another for that. And we, when, we, when we fall into the pits or the insecurities or whatever we're facing, we hold each other's arms up. And that's something you guys are doing as well. It's not just us on the stage, but that's something we really want to say thank you to this community. And we want this conversation just to flow in that way, um, to say we're human. The only difference and the only thing we want you guys to take away more so is we just prioritize Jesus and making him famous. And I, I also want to say is you may think like, oh, they've got good chemistry or they, they just seem to work. They're, you know, they just, they're great. We've been nine years, and, and we, you know, I started out, and then I left the team, and, like, this life happens. And, and, and we've got Dean, who joined in later. Aaron came, you know, how many years ago? Three? Three. Three? Three. But I want you to know, like, this isn't a well, well-oiled machine. This isn't, like, hand-picked, oh, our giftings all work together. We're learning. We're journeying. And, and I think why you see the chemistry is because you know what the shift is, is we actually respect and honor one another, even though we've got major differences. And even if you want to know the insides to our meetings, there's arguments, there's dreams, there's stuff we want to go at one direction, one person wants to go the other. We've got, we've got dreamers. Oh, or oh, like, like engineers. Or engineers. Super linear. And we're like, woo. Right? Like, Logical, it makes sense, is what you mean. Yeah. What's the plan for today? Right. Yesterday, the conversation we had is, okay, so what is the structure for today? How are we going to structure this out? And Karis and Tara are like, we're just going to flow. It's going to flow. We don't even have to worry about it, because Holy Spirit is in us. Christ so in us. the three of us are feeling the stress right now. Everybody else is flowing. We're good. So part of what we wanted to do is we wanted to share some of the values of Resurgence and how we've seen people in our community um, show some of those values and just really to honor people and um, just to explain um, kind of what we believe in as Resurgence and as a community uh, to just expand on that. So, um, Trav, are you going to kick us off here? Okay, uh, I'm going to talk about faith. And, um, you know, that's one, that's one of our values. And, um, and I, as I was praying for this weekend, I, I felt, we felt the word breakthrough. And I, I think it's in, in stuff that we're all going through, stuff we're feeling. But circumstances we know in this room, and I can look around this room and I think there's, there's situations where hope deferred has made the heart sick. And there's been a waiting. There's been, God, where's the breakthrough? We're in a desert. We need that. Whether it's family things, whether it's relationship things, whether it's dreams, work. I mean, let's go through the list. And 
Um, as I've been just praying I, in my own life and going, God, where are the breakthroughs that I've been contending with? What are those things? And I feel like God in this season, and, and this isn't just for resurgence, but this is corporately what he's doing. And I, and I feel um, there's a calling. You know, in Judges chapter 3, in Judges chapter 3, um, you can turn there. Uh, in Judges 3, let me get there. Um, it says that these are the nations the Lord left to test all those Israelites who had not experienced any wars in Canaan. That he did this only to teach warfare to the descendants of Israelites who had not previous battle experience. And the five rulers, and they go through the Hittites and, and all these people, and they said they were left to test the Israelites to see whether they would obey the Lord's commands, which he had given their forefathers, Moses. So Moses had died. Joshua did his thing. And now the Joshua had left, and, and now there was this testing where he didn't give them full victory in the land. There was these enemies still there. And, um, you know, God will do whatever he needs to do to teach us how to fight. And there's something, um, see, we, we want God to fight our battle and to just like swoop in, do his thing, and remove us from all conflict and obstacles in life. And yet God, God doesn't do that. God actually is more concerned um, than, than with our, he's not just as concerned with our personal breakthroughs as the breakthroughs that go beyond us. See, God, you know, we've said this, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you know, um, not of three people, but he's a God of generations, of legacy. And here's the thing is that our, our contending for breakthroughs, the things that we're actually contending for are more than us. They're bigger than us. And when we get so small-minded that we're like, okay, God, where's this thing in my life? Where's this thing in my life? We miss what God wants to do that's bigger than us. We, we, we simplify it. And God will never put you in a context where there isn't a battle coming. And I don't like hearing that because I like, I like, um, I like victory and no battle. That's, that's good. But here's the thing is that, is that the Israelites, they had, they had these, these amazing things. And then they would see battles come. And then what would happen after the battle left, there would be right soon after that, compromise would come. Idols would be set up. Things would, they would compromise because they weren't tested. They weren't, they didn't know how to fight giants before. They didn't have that faith. And so I believe what God's doing in this day and this whole idea of faith is, is that what he's doing in your circumstance right now is bigger than you. And, and I remember, um, you know, that the reward for a, a, a great battle victory is a bigger battle is you having the faith to say, oh, I have the strength now. I've got through that battle. I've conquered that. I've, I, I can do that because I believed and God moved. And now that I know that God moved, now there's the bigger battle. I'm ready for the bigger battle. And there's something that he builds that muscle inside of us to start to believe for bigger things and faith to go from you know, glory to glory. And, um, and, and, and then we know our God is big. See, we can talk about a big God, but when we go through faith things and we have to believe, then we know that. And, and I remember, um, I think God's teaching us to trust. And, and Jolene had said it, but it's trust. And when attack comes, you know, it doesn't mean, um, it, 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 when attack comes, it means we're going in the right way. And even, even yesterday, even leading up to this weekend, there was people that are, you know, they were having dreams yesterday. Somebody said they had a dream that they felt, oh, you know, that they should just go home and stuff yesterday morning. And I just laughed because I'm like, 
<laughs> That's such, that you just know it's the liar. Like you want to go home and do what? Sit at home? Like what are you going to do? Like you're going to leave God's presence to do what? Like it's just, you can see it. It's the liar. And it's like, so when attack comes, we're going in the right way. We're, we're going the right thing. And, and I feel like, I, I remember this and I was talking with someone here this weekend and they were saying, well, I didn't want to go and do what God had called me to do until I got married until I had a wife, until the, these things. And, and I, you know what, it gave me a flashback to 2006 and seven, and I said, God, I'm not gonna lead anything you've called me to do. I'm never gonna do that until I'm married because I wanna be married and do that. That was 2007. In 2008, when we, we were dreaming about resurgence, I remember fighting that. And God said, it's bigger than you. Don't, don't worry about that. And, and so I look back and I said, what if I would have said, no, God, I'm not doing it till this breakthrough and this breakthrough. See, because then it would have been about me. But then I look at all that God's done since and I go, oh, it's bigger than me. And, and so I, I, think, I think God wants to get our mindset out of what's about us in front of us and think what he's doing in this season for breakthrough. He's giving you break. He's going to give you breakthrough. I know it. But the breakthrough is not just for you. Because you'll have victory, you'll own it, and then you'll be able to take a whole generation into what he's given you. Other thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> Just receive. I, I, let's be like Jolene. We receive. Come on. Aaron Kibos. <laughs> uh, Is my mic on? <laughs> Hello? Oh, it's yeah, on. Yeah, it's on. Okay. Um, yeah, no, what I was just just thinking, and I don't know, maybe Yari, you got to help me out with the reference, but um, I, was, I was searching. My Bible app couldn't find it. Uh, but it, where it says, uh, hope in what you see is no hope at all, right? Um, or Tara's favorite. I can just say it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, faith is being sure in what you hope for and certain what you do not see. And the best part is this is what the ancients were commended for. And that's that's for us. So, yeah, go on that. There you go. Yeah, no, exactly that. Just that, um, you know, as much as we joke about uh, linear thinkers and about um, engineers and project managers, and, you know, I need a Gantt chart to organize my life so I know what I'm doing every minute of every day, um, which is why I have no anxiety at all being up here with no, you know, script or agenda. Um, but but truly, it's, I mean, for, this, for me, this is small, and for you, maybe it looks very different, but it's, it's about stepping out in something greater than what you can imagine and what you can picture. Um, and it takes that step of faith. Um, and, you know, Travis has spoken a word before about, uh, well, you even referenced this morning kind of taking a step off, off the edge uh, and putting yourself in a position where without God, if, if he doesn't catch you, you're going to fall. Um, and that's really scary for me, and that's really hard for me. Um, and as I say, everyone in here has, has a different story, and there are different places in that walk. But um, it's about, yeah, taking that step, uh, whether it's a, a big drop or a small drop, um, but taking that next step, kind of wading in a little bit deeper and, and letting God take you. Yeah, and another important thing has been, I know in my walk anyway, is just being a part of a community that has people that when you're like, okay, I feel like God's calling me to this, but to be honest, guys, I'm human and I'm feeling weak. 
and for other people to speak into your life and to challenge you on the things that God would be saying. And I know that's been so huge in my walk um, with this team of just having those people around that you can go and even have faith enough to like open up to them and be like, look, like I'm afraid and I don't know what to do with this. And, you know, I don't even know how to do it. And to just receive input and encouragement and prayers. And um, that has been like, I feel like it, a lot of the time you actually can only be as strong as some as your support team. Um, because if you, you can easily go get so involved with everything and just burn right out. But if you, if you have people supporting you and actually helping replenish you, then uh, you have the strength to go back out there and fight. So, Yes. That's, I'm a singer. Can you tell that I just like eat the mic? Um, <laughs> um, anyways, but, but that's what the Seems church like is. like I don't want to share that mic anymore. <laughs> right. Um, that's the church, though. Yeah. Right? Like, we're stronger together than we are apart. It's really easy to, like, want to isolate. And, um, like, that's, that's risk. That's vulnerability. That's scary. And, um, and I think that's, like, one thing that I just appreciate so much about resurgence. Why do I do what I do is because of this. And, 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 that's, and that's freeing. That's empowering. That's, like, Christ being, like, I want to walk in the fullness of what, um, Lord, you have for me. But I also want to, like, fight for Dean. I want to fight for you guys and, and, and see what God has on your life. And I think it's like that, that willingness to actually risk and admit that you're like, I have no idea what this is supposed to look like, but I believe in you and I believe in God. And that's the most important thing. And he believes in us. So like, how, what does that look like? It's freeing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. But even just, I... I'll be talking about spirit-led. Um, but just, go, I want to say about even the community aspect of just, it, it is so key to, I don't know how to, where to go with this, but um, I think something uh, a lot of us, we talk about, even this morning I had conversations with Meredith and a number of you from this weekend where we're like, it's not about the emotional high. It's not about going to church on Sunday. But we want to, because we all know about the anointing. We all know we're called. We're all, like, we're hungry. And, and you see, like, you see it and feel it in this room. We're, we're hungry. We've tasted and seen his goodness. And so we're like, here am I. But I think what we're, what we're talking about with community is we want to sharpen and love one another so we have the character to maintain the anointing. And I think it's so important, like Meredith was saying, like, I'm done with the conference high. I want, it, I want the maturity and the depth to, to do Kingdom Monday to Friday. Like, we want to see miracles, signs, and wonders. We will. But you know what? I think we're going to be surprised where it's going to happen. And it's only when we're just at, we're, we're open-fisted. And we need community because we're better together. We're, we're, we're expecting together. We, 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 we expect it from one another. We're like, hey, that's going to happen in your classroom, Lauren. Hey, it's not going to necessarily happen here. It's going to happen with my kids. It's going to happen in, in all these circles of influence we have. And so that's, I think, the power of what we're doing in resurgence. And I'm not trying to glorify resurgence because this is all God-breathed. But we, we know the key is in, in community. It's God said, let's be a family. And we all are, we all are a part of a body. And we, we're an arm and we're a leg. And we're stronger to, together. But that's, that's the key to living revival and kingdom Monday to Friday. 
And, and, and to go into spirit-led, um, something I've, I've been saying this last year, I think to just honor one-on-one conversations to maybe from the stage is I've been really reminded why did resurgence start or even why did we first start coming? You know, Julia, I think of, I look at people in this crowd, it's like, because we, we started out saying, we're going to expect a good God. We're going to expect him. We're going to expect him every gathering, everything we do, every one-on-one coffee, we expect him to move. It's not a hope, we expect. And then the other thing we want is we, it's not just for ourselves, it's not just like we, so our feelers get met, but we really want to, we want to engage in expanding his kingdom. It's not to hear, it's not like Meredith said this morning, it's not so we feel great, this emotional high, it's to change the world around us, it's to bring the light into the darkness. And the other one is, what's the other one? Experience? Expect, yes, experience. Experience is, um, I think we can, we can be religious. We can teach, right? We can say really nice, eloquent words. But honestly, the authority and the anointing comes out of the overflow of what we experience. And you guys, like, we look at the past nine years and we look at the growth and we look at where God's, you know, stretched the ten pegs of this movement it's because you guys have experienced. And that means you guys take it out. It's not here. It's because we've experienced the goodness of God and we're, we're boldly going out. And so I, I think the biggest thing I want to say is we're always going to stand on the importance we need the Spirit of God. We are not going to do church. We, we've, seen the, we've seen fathers. We've seen people burnt out. We've seen churches do church. And we're like, we don't want that. We see burnout, we see religion, we see the pharisaical spirit, and we just want to be sons and daughters who are overcomers, who can persevere. We're all human. We all journey. We're, we've had rough years, but you know what? We just don't, we don't glorify it. We grieve. We weep together. We weep. Jesus wept. You know, when, when Lazarus was raised from the dead, they're like, where were you? We're bawling. You know what? We miss him. We overlook because, yes, he was raised from the dead, but he did take that moment to weep. And I think often we're like, oh, let's do church and let's coddle each other and let's have a safe environment. Or we're like, you need to be positive and you can't be hurt. I think the tension is actually just being human, but not being led with our soul and our feelings. We got, we got, to, we got, to, like, we got to look at that and let Holy Spirit be a bomb and, and soothe and heal. We, we, can't, we can't suppress those things. But we're not going to focus on that. I'm not. Yeah. And I just say, like, we have to be spirit-led. Everything we do. Am I talking too much? No, it's so good. Oh, okay. Oh. No, but, like, I, sorry. But, yeah, I just, sorry. Um, Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, I just, that's something you're going to hear every, every time from the stage, from the worship. We, we, it's by his spirit. That's what we need. Paul said, I don't come to you with eloquent words. I come to you with by power of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we want for you. It's not about like, let's look pretty, let's sound pretty. It's, it's, we, we die to ourselves and we say, we yield and we exalt him. And so, yeah, that's, that's what this is about and we'll always be preaching it. Mm. And I also just want to say like, I'm, like, we're really proud of you. I, like how things happen and unfolded this weekend like showed the depth and the hunger and the maturity that you guys have, okay? 
like there was there was a weightiness and an expectation, but not in a way of being like it has to look a certain way, but that God was going to show up. And but but we wanted you to fight for it. Like, and you you guys did. There were so many. Do you know how scary it is for unknowns? Like as a leader, I was have I like last night was like the worst and the best night that I've ever had in my whole entire life. There, there is a vulnerability and a risk that it comes at a cost. Whether you're on the stage or whether you're like in the back row, you have the ability to shift this atmosphere. You have the ability to shift things in your own life and in other people's lives. And you fought for it. And so like even like being spirit-led is to be able to like see beyond your circumstance and to say, oh, Lord, this is, this is what you've promised me. This is what I'm believing for. And we're proud of you. Like, as a leader, like, we're proud of you because you, you led well. You led well this weekend. We, yeah, we happen to be, unfortunately, on a <laughs> platform at this moment looking at you, but you guys led just as much as any of us here. Yeah, I think, um, Jolene, thanks for doing all that heavy lifting for us on this one because all weekend you've been talking about being spirit-led and... Um, I just think of, I think it was even Friday night, it all sort of melds together at this point in the weekend, but um, it, it, that list of fruit in Galatians 5, it's, it's uh, the, the fruits of trying really hard to be awesome on your own, right? Like, it's, it's, it's the fruit of the Spirit. Like, we can't do these things on our own. We can't just try harder or, like, be better. Like, we need to ask the Spirit to increase and give us the hunger. And, like, that's, that's when the fruit comes. It's not from us just mustering up the strength. Um, and even um, in John 5, Jesus says, says a couple of times in verse 19, um, says, Very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees his Father doing, because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. Um, and then again, a little further down in verse 30, he says, by myself, I can do nothing. I judge only as I hear, and my judgment is just. I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. Um, and just what a good example of the son, you know, saying that he can only operate under the father. Um, in the same way, we, we don't operate out of our own strength by, by the spirit in us. And, um, Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's uh, just a challenge for, for myself this weekend and hopefully for, for all of you, just that uh, it's not about coming up with a, a plan and, uh, you know, mustering up the strength that every morning I get up, get up early to spend some time with the Lord. Uh, that's great, um, and hopefully you do, you know, muster up that strength, but ask him to increase your hunger and ask him to, to wake you up early and to uh, just encourage you in that because, um, I don't know, if you ever join a gym or something like that, like I just did, uh, you know, it was going going hard for the first couple months, and then it drops off pretty hard because, you know, motivation falls off. But but the Holy Spirit can, uh, yeah, fill you up and just give you that hunger, and you're going to want it. Um, also, I wanted to just say how amazing it is that we even, we felt, I don't know, maybe two years ago that uh, this movement has to be entirely um, driven by prayer and the spirit. And so we've had an amazing prayer group that's been so consistent. Like you come and you just get encouraged every time. 
Um, just know that there is a group of people. We meet every two weeks, and we're praying for everybody, like our whole community. There's like 15, 20 people that show up like regularly. And it's been going for like two years. Usually you go to something like that, and it just kind of falls off after a bit. But I would say we're just as fired up and like have vision for the future just in that little area. Um, more fired up than we have been ever. And so it's just like, uh, we just have an amazing community here. And I'm just so encouraged about even hearing stories from Fort St. John and what, how the Spirit's moving you guys there to like be evangelizing in the streets and like doing what, hearing what God would say for people and like pulling people in and like actually taking the time to like follow up with people. I know you were telling me about some homeless people even, you're, you know, but people would forget about them and leave them alone and maybe pray for them once and leave them alone, but it's like amazing you guys are even following them up and um, stuff like that. So just so thankful for you guys up north coming down too. So. Yeah, and I think, you know, the, the unity that uh, we have churches from all churches coming, but we have also age, age groups. And I think that really speaks to um, even, even the generational thing of seeing the breakthroughs. And I just, I, I thank, I'm thankful for the gifts in the room. And I look at each one of you and it, you're, you're a gift that God has brought. And, um, and I just think of, of the different age groups. I think that represented the, you know, the Lauriers and, 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 and the, the yard. I mean, I could start listing all the people, but it's like there's things and experience that I can gain from those that have a few years on me. That I, there's, there's things that I, I want to glean. I want teach me how to pray, Yari. Teach me, you know, te- uh, every one of you carries something that can teach and to give and it's just there's so much as we are unified together uh, in the body different one of us have different parts of the body and what we can all give and it's amazing to see that unfold and uh, and play out and I encourage you you have something to give you have you have something to give yeah I think um, on on unity uh, I mean obviously we've got the great picture first uh, Corinthians of, of just the body and how we're all different body parts and we come together to form the body and um, it's it's better than okay it's great that we're not all the same and that we all bring different things and I just think of it like uh, like a tapestry where you've got these little uh, pictures you know each little painting and everyone's beautiful on its own but when you pan back it, it forms one larger picture and they all they all work together to form that um, and uh, it, Yari I loved what you shared last night about um, everybody praying together, uh, but it all it came together to form, uh, to, to, be, to be one word in unity. Um, in just 10 minutes before you shared that, we were in the prayer room, and uh, Tara had, had sort of encouraged everyone, like, be bold, pray out loud, and so it, it got loud in there, and just people are praying in tongues, people are praying out loud. Um, just, like, it was, it was chaos in there, and it sounded like, music to me it sounded like a song and I was honestly just sitting there and sorry I was quiet I wasn't out loud um but I was just I had this moment of like this is so beautiful like it it's like music right now and like how beautiful it would be to to our Lord's ears to just hear all his people crying out and praying um everybody individually but it's all unified um and I want to find find another scripture on unity so I found one that's just so applicable to this weekend. It's Psalm 133, and it's short, so I'll just read the whole thing. Um, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, 
running down on Aaron's beard, down the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. How applicable is that? Thank you, Jesus. But no, I just want to say, Travis already touched on just unity, and I, I love that that's the body of resurgence, that uh, we've got different denominations, different demographics, all kinds of different people represented here, and that we all uh, take this, hopefully, spark that we receive here back to, to our churches, to our workplaces, to our different ministries. Um, you know, I love that Mark is here, other people from, from House of Prayer, um, that, like, there's been a cool partnership there, that uh, Jolene was here this weekend with her church, Zami, that there's people now represented here. Um, you know, there's dozens of different churches that are represented here, but all kinds of different ministries, different workplaces that uh, we all come together here and we all form one part of the body and hopefully we're all, uh, you know, just being ministered to here and being encouraged and taking that back. So good. And that's, that's kingdom. I think that's the thing that gets me so fired up. That's not empire. That's, that's a kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's kingdom living. When we are able, I, I, I grew up in a Lutheran church. Not that that's bad, <laughs> but, um, but you don't, like, there's, there's value. Like, we have stuff to learn and to benefit. Like, that's kingdom commonwealth. Like, what we have here is kingdom commonwealth. Like, we are wealthy and we are really rich because of, of where we come from and what our stories are. And that's just, that's, like, such a, a thing to boast on because, really, this is not normal. This will be normal. Yeah. This will be the new normal. Guys, I'm telling you, this is what the church is. Yeah. This will be the new normal, and you and we are setting the tone. We are setting the standard for, like, the new normal of, of, of Christ and, and, and heaven on earth. This is what it is. Like, we are actually living, living the dream. Come on. Hashtag. Um, on that note, um, I'm, I'm going to talk about honor. I love this, and it's not because I happen to write a song that Travis referenced references every time. Um, there's, there's something really, really important about acknowledging the people that are sitting around you. There is something really, really important about realizing, um, like Jolene. Hi, Jolene. <laughs> She's waving like Vanna. I wish you guys saw it. Um, there is a leader in every chair. I know we say that, but it's true. Like, if you looked around every, like, every single person, if you took two minutes to just say, like, what are you passionate about? You would have something to learn. You could follow them. And that's important. And, um, and it's so funny because, like, Travi, you're talking about, like, body parts or, like, the, <laughs> <laughs> the body. Um, uh, <laughs> Oh, no, no, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Um, Shoot, you know what? Whatever. Um, Romans 12. (laughs) I just think it's funny because we were like, we're going to be really intentional about, like, (laughs) taking some time to find, like, scripture to talk about what we're talking about. But then everyone's been, like, referencing it for a second. I'm like, did you just steal my verse? (laughs) um, Romans 12, it says, by the grace of God... um, Given to me, I say to everyone of you, um, not to think more highly of yourself. 
<laughs> and of his importance and ability than he ought to think. But to think um, so as to have sound judgment, as God has a, um, apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. For just as one body, we have many parts. These parts do not have all the same function or special use. So we who are many are one in um, the body of Christ and individually are parts of another. Um, and since we have the gifts to differ according to the grace given to us, that is important. I do not have the grace to do sound. You guys can laugh at that. Mm -hmm. That was funny. Um, like, where's, where is Angel? I can't see him. A oh, he's five. Angel, can you please, like, thank Angel for doing sound? Yeah. I don't have the grace upon my life to do sound. It stresses me out like nobody's business. I, like, turn into grumpy, grumpy Karis, stressed out Karis, because I can't, I can't do what I want to do because things aren't plugged in, and I don't know where to plug them in. And like Mo knows it, he laughs, I have to leave. Because it just, it stresses me out. So I don't have grace for that. Um. <laughs> On that note, can you just, uh, everyone just oh. hold up their mic right now. Just hold up your mic. And just move your hand, Tara. Just, just move your hand a little bit higher. There is a doily on this mic. That is my mic. Okay. Do you think, of all the mics, this is, Karis has a doily on her mic. I'm Karis? like, is that your mic over there with a doily on it? She goes, yes, so I don't lose it. <laughs> Nobody else will want a mic with lace on it. Exactly. <laughs> this is how I know. It's better than, like, my name. That is awesome. Whatever. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm so distracted. Thanks, John. Mm. Sorry. Since we have gifts to differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to use them accordingly. If someone has the gift of prophecy, let them speak a new message from God to his people. If service, then let them act um, in the act of serving. If he who teaches, then in the act of teaching. Or he who encourages in the act of encouragement. He who gives, then give with generosity. He who leads, then lead with diligence. He who shows mercy and caring for others, do it with um, cheerfulness. And it just, it goes on to just, it just says like in verse 10, it says, be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly affection as members of one family. And give preference to one another in honor. And, um, yeah, like, I just, that's just so important. If I were to think about different conversations and, um, like, at work when I'm at the salon, there's, there's such a hunger for authenticity. There's such a hunger for, um, in people's stories to be seen and to be known and to be really valued. Guys, like, what we have is really special. And, and it's a gift. And because we receive it, we freely, we can give it. And, and what you see in a person, it ha you have to call it out. That's prophetically speaking out who Christ has made them to be. That is a gift and a privilege that we have as Christians. And so honoring somebody to say, like, I, I value this in you or I see this in you, start asking. Like, it says, like, enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise, when we are thankful for the people around us, we are actually inviting and walking ourselves into heaven. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Heaven on earth. And so, like, I, that's, like, I'm just, I'm all about that. Like, it's so, it's so important. 
And yeah, I like words of encouragement. That's like my love language, so it's easy for me to give it. But even if it's not, it's really important. Some of the, uh, the things that we have wrestled as a lead team has been in leading starting in 2008 is going, hey, this isn't just an event, but this is a community. And we, we had felt a lot of pull of consumerism. And consumerism is around us. Um, everywhere is teaching us to be good consumers. And it's really easy to bring that into the church. And, and we see it everywhere I go. I, you see it all around. And there's this pull of we can, and I'm, I'm a good consumer as well. And you sit there and you're like, hey, that's not my style. That's not my, you know. And sometimes I'm coming to things because of the name of who's there and who's not there. And well, I won't go to that if that speaker's not. Like, it's just easy to think that way. And so we've intentionally, since the beginning, we used to actually not put names on posters. We're like, we're not putting who's speaking because we want you to come for Holy Spirit. We want you to come because you're going to come for a resurgence. That's that's it. And then, then we really had to, like, we wrestled. We're like, well, there's something about honoring what people bring to the table. And so we walk this balance, and it's a tension that we, we actually still walk out. We walk out coming into this weekend going, okay, well, do we announce who's coming? But we don't want people to just come because a certain person's coming. Yeah, are you coming because you're going to advance in God? Are you, are you coming because a certain person's going to speak? And, it was, and it's this tension that we, we kind of feel, but yet we want to honor what that person brings and honor the different worship leaders that lead. And so there's this, that, that's a tension. And I think sometimes we don't, we've never really explained it. And just like, that's where, so sometimes you might see us advertise who's speaking, and sometimes you might not. And that's why. It's not that we don't know or we're disorganized. It's that we're like fighting that tension of control consumerism is how do we not step into that and go actually we're coming for him and that's it and 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 if that person comes and doesn't speak and someone else that's great it's about him and that's his plan and I trust him not the speaker and so that's that's part of our honor how we've we've processed we've spent many meetings hashing this out and still hashing this out and also just being able to honor how people function like I love Travis I love you. And, but, like, we're different humans. <laughs> like, we're so, we're so different. And, and to, to, but to truly, like, honor him and value how he thinks about stuff with such intentionality, where sometimes I'm like, who cares? Like, it's going to figure it out. Like, even how we were joking. Like, I value it and I care about it, but I think it's also, be I don't have to do that because that's his strength. And so he functions in that strength. So then I don't, I don't have to worry about it. So then we're not as distracted that we're all like pigeon pointed to like this one item where it's like, no, Travis, like this is your thing and I'm so grateful. I'm going to be thinking about this over here. Okay, Dean's got this. Aaron's thinking of this. Tara, you know, and, and then it, it just expands. And so like that even in itself is to honor. It's like how I receive things or how I function or how I think is not going to be how you think. But that's actually like, that's not a weakness. That makes us stronger. That makes us actually really, really strong because we're not going to miss things. Things aren't going to fall through the cracks because we're, we're, we've got our, like, backs together. And we're, like, we've got full peripheral of what's actually happening. And that is important. I wanted to touch on servanthood um, and what that's looked like for us as a team. Um, you know, all of us are volunteers here. Travel works full time, but the rest of us are moms and 
uh, full-time hairdressers and, and going on the road all the time, Karis, and Aaron and I are both full-time like project managers. Um, and I, I just want to honor all the people in this community who've just yeah. given and yeah. given and given. And it's like, it's so amazing. And, and God was like speaking to me on this earlier this year. Um, I have a few scriptures that I did want to share. Um, just about serving your community and serving and how it actually, God is not mocked. And I want to get into that verse. He does, he honors what you sow and it does come around back to you. So, um, it says in Galatians 6, share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you're only fooling yourself. I almost want to add to that, if you feel that you're not good enough to help other people, you're almost fooling yourself. Because it's not up to you, it's up to, up to the one who's in you. Um, you are not that important. Pay careful attention to your own work and then you'll get the satisfaction of a job well done. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Sometimes we can compare ourselves and be like, if I only had their gift, then I would do what they're doing. Or I would, then I would try. And it's actually, it's like we're all different. And we all have to try in our own way. We have to all come um, engaging. Because I know I can, kind of what Travis talking about, uh, consumerism. I can come and I can sit there and I can be like, okay, hey God, what are you going to do for me? When is it my turn? When is it going to happen for me? And God has really challenged me on that. And he said, well, what about what I've put in you? And kind of like Jolene was talking about mixing your faith with the word, because it's real easy to sit back and just kind of be like, okay, like, when is it going to happen for me? When are, you know, when am I going to feel good? When am I going to reach that breakthrough? Because then, then I'll do it. But it's entirely different to be like, okay, God, I'm sorry for doing that. I have something right now that I can give. I'm going to believe you. What are you saying, Jesus, for these people around me in my workplace? How can I give? How can I serve? What can I do right now? Because I have something in my hand. And that's actually walking in an anointed, empowered life versus one that's kind of a victim to my circumstances, right? And I find that through servanthood, we actually get to exercise some of those gifts. Um, sorry, I kind of went off on a rant there. Um, and it says, we're each responsible for our own conduct. And so that's what I feel like this scripture is referencing. You're responsible for kind of your own conduct and, and getting that development and uh, engaging your faith with the Lord. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay. Uh, but those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what's good. Um, and if we just, and at the right time, if we reap, if we will reap a harvest of blessing, if we don't give up, that is Galatians six, one through 10. It's a good one. Um, and also I want to share Matthew 25. We all know the story of the talents. Um, there's a guy, a master, he gives talents. One goes and invests all his, doesn't say how hard he worked, but I'm sure he worked hard and he received it all. He received uh, double back what he invested and it says, um, to those uh, who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But to those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. And so when Travis was talking earlier of, you know, you go to a battle, and you find out you have the faith and the strength, you're actually given another battle. And you're actually attacking something that's for more than you. But you, the exciting part is you get to be a part of it. Um, I was so inspired about the story of the AKs and uh, you being surrounded. I mean, no, I kind of, I would want to have that story. That's a cool story. I like that. 
Um, and, you know, I, I want to have those experiences in my life where I'm investing um, all that I have and even and, and like growing and being excited and challenged instead of something just coming to me, uh, ready-made meal that's like, okay, here you go. There's something about being creative and taking time and, and listening to God and, um, you know, taking the steps that he's calling you to. Um, and I find that through servanthood, through investing your time, your finances, God is not mocked. Like he comes back and he gives you opportunity. In Proverbs it says, uh, giving a gift can open doors and it gives you access to important people. Like there's just a way that God has um, created the world that if you're, if you're planted in a community and you're serving, it might not, I'm not talking just financially, I'm talking about you have friends that are investing in your life and speaking into you. You're finding out more of who you are. You're getting opportunity to meet people that can help you advance in your destiny. And um, sometimes it is financially. You get good deals. If you're Daw and you're looking at all the, you spend all the time looking into Arcteryx, you find the good deals and you get a good deal. The same principle is true. Like if you're spending time investing in this community, you get the, you reap the benefits of the community. Um, And so I'm just so thankful for all the people that, um, are investing here. Um, there is another one that I found this morning that was actually interesting as well, um, and it's about the heart. It's whatever you give, whatever you give is acceptable if you give it eagerly. So it's about the condition of your heart. I can give it, and like Travis talking about during the often, and I can just do it out of guilt. But when you do it eagerly, you almost mix your faith with the word and, and with what you have, and you say, God, you are going to bring back. I do trust you that you bring back what I plant. Um, and give according to what you have, not what you don't have. Of course, I don't mean giving should make life easy for others and hard for yourselves. I mean that there should be some equality. Right now you have plenty, and, and you can help those in need, and later you will have plenty. When they have plenty, they can share with you, and then it will be equal. That's 2 Corinthians 8. So um, I just want to thank everybody who, who gives and serves. And, and we just honestly believe that it is going to be pressed down, shaken together, and it is going to come back to you 30, 60, and 100-fold. And we are going to see a harvest for every time you've stepped out and reached out to yeah. people in your community. And, yeah, so thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and even just, you know, sometimes I think we can glamorize serving, right? We can, we want to be, we want to be seen, we want to be heard. We want to be, it's like, oh, we did a good deed. But servanthood is actually just, it's actually just being a conduit of him. And servanthood can actually be really, it can be, it can come at a cost. And there's many stories I know in this community who, who don't share the cost. They don't share the other side of it. And, you know, Karis is seen, you know, on Instagram and she's known to be going out. But no one knows the time she spends on her face. Or the time she is like praying and, and doing the one-on-one, you know, encouraging and praying and believing. And she sees treasure in people before they do. Or, you know, people don't know Dean. Dean is the most open-fisted person, open-fisted leader I know. Since the day I knew him, I'm like, man, you do not. He doesn't struggle with control. As much as he's an engineer, he, he just, he has this like ability to really trust trust and he's just it's it's matched with discernment and you, you if you've actually seen him in a prayer meeting he he doesn't take the reins and he does it because he's like I I know I'm called to empower I'm called to release and he's he's a papa he takes care of that and um he and it, but people we we glamorize right? we're like oh Dean he's such a leader and he's he's the leader of prayer but he's like my if you ever hear him talk he never talks about himself 
He's like, my prayer team is amazing. My prayer team, they lead it. They, they're, they're running with it. And, and so I want to say, like, servanthood comes at a cost. And, and, you know, like, we all have our hard wilderness times, and we all have hard days. And Aaron and I, it's, this, is, um, this is new for us, like, with being, you know, married for six years, and we have three kids. Like, we got her done, and we did a lot in six years. And <laughs> sorry, too much too much. <laughs> if you guys want prayer about that, come on up. Um, but no, like, I just want to say, like, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and I think sometimes the church wants, we, we, we glamorize, like, oh, you know, like, they come to Aaron and I, are like, we want to be married, and we want to do revival, and we want to do kingdom living, like you guys. We're learning, and, and this is, it comes at a cost. We have, not to be like, poor us, but it's like, I want to be real with you guys and say, you know what, there's sacrifice. There's seasons where we don't know what we're doing. We, don't, we, we have to get people to hold our children. And sometimes I'm like, who has my child? Yeah, and I don't actually know right now. <laughs> but we trust. Um, oh, good, yeah, I see him, Ethan. But yeah, I just, I, <laughs> I just want to say, like, is this making sense? Like, I want to talk about, like, we, we can't glamorize and say, like, oh, when I'm married, then I'm doing it. Or, or you know, when I'm single, I can go all in. You know what he calls? He calls me in here to go all in with three kids, and he's working crazy hours. He calls us in, and, and, and that means we've had to really, we've had times where we've been misunderstood when family doesn't get what we're doing, when they're like, you need to stay home more. <laughs> or you need to do more in your church. Like, believe me, we're involved in our church, but... Sometimes you're misunderstood. Like, is there dreams? In, I believe there's dreams in you guys where you're like, this is not going to be accepted. This is new. And I just want to give you permission to go in it. Like, you guys, we, we cannot be people who are going to fear man or look at what they're doing. We got to do what God's calling to do, what God is calling us to do. So marriage and family and revival looks different for us. But we are going to stay in our own lane and just keep our head down and, and do what we're called to do. And so serving, it comes at a cost, you guys. It's not glamorous. You see us on stage, but it, there's days where we're like, what are we doing? But we got to trust and we got to say, soul, be quiet. Spirit man, rise up. And that's, that's something I see in this community. There's dreams in this community. And I just want to say, like, again, give yourself permission. But the other thing in this is, like, you got to get it out. You get it on your journal, but you got to speak it out and actually get that ball rolling. And, just, and you need the community to get it going. And, um, and just start. Don't wait till the full anointing is imparted. Just start. We don't, if you, if you think, like, we're not speakers, we're not preachers, we're, we're just hungry for, for the Holy Spirit to move in our nation. We're just hungry. We've tasted and seen his goodness, and we want to give it out, and we, we want to be a part of it. Yeah, um, and even in that aspect, it's like, it's important to know how you function. It's important to know what gives life, and even in that element of, like, counting the cost, it's important to have healthy boundaries, okay? Like, if you're, I remember there was a season where I was constantly at church. I, like, there was this one, not that that's bad, but it was. I was, 
there was this this one summer, and I um, we have a cat. My family has a cabin out at, out at Long Lake, and um, I went one one weekend, and my my cousin had show was like was really excited because she made like a Shutterfly, um, like one of those like photo albums. Everyone in my family was in it except for me. Do you know how much that hurt? God does not care where your butt is on a Sunday morning. God does not care where, where you are on a weekend. He's constantly a, 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 like concerned about your heart. But, um, but he was like, if you're not even going to be there for your family, like I'm not, who's going to? And that's not a, that's not a pressure. That's not a um, <laughs> condemnation. That's just keeping it real. I instantly, I was like, I am, what are my motives? I was like, no, I have, to do, I have to do this. I have to go here. And I had to actually really, like, define what my boundaries were in that season. Because I was like, I want to have pictures with my nieces and nephews. I want to be remembered. That's important. And so, like, as much as there's this, this element of, like, count the cost, it's not just this. Like, God has given you, each and every one of you, things that are treasure. And you have to protect that. And in seasons, it's going to look different. And I think having the grace to know this season is going to be full-fledged invested. There's been times where I'm like, no, I can't meet. It's my birthday and now I'm sick. But I can't come to a meeting. And, and to fight that element of being like, wow, I suck as a leader. Or I'm not investing. Or I'm like, do I, like all these lies, like who do you listen to? Whose voice are you listening to? And it's okay to give yourself permission to be like, right now, I, it would be more beneficial for me to spend time with a friend than it would be to be by myself. And that's okay. And maybe the next day you're like, you know what, I just really need to say no. I need to cancel that, which I have. And if I have, don't be offended. But I've had to cancel things and be like, I just need to do my laundry. And I need to do my laundry. And then maybe while I'm doing that, I'm going to spend some time with the Lord. And that's just as valuable. And so you have to know counting the cost doesn't just mean laying your, li- laying your life down and being walked on for the sake of the call. Okay? Because otherwise that's not healthy. That's not healthy. That's not kingdom. That's not what the Lord wants. Then we're like we're dry and weary and we're actually operating in lack because we're not functioning where we need to go. And that, that's just as much counting the cost. And, and like be a good friend. Be a good friend. If you see somebody being like, wow, I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. Or I've got this or this. Be like, you cancel the plans. Or say, you need a big time out. Or I'm like, I'm going to make you a meal. Like, what, like I t- often, I'm not putting Tara like, in a time out. But like, I choose, like, I choose sometimes, like, for me, like, life-giving is spending, spending my whole day with Tara and being like, I'll watch the kids. Go wash your hair. <laughs> like, actually. Like, I'm like, Take some time. You need it. But that's what it's about. Like, be a good friend. Like, we have to, just as much as we're saying we're, like, lifting each other's arms, like, that's what that looks like in the everyday. Like, what does your everyday living look like? That's kingdom. That's personal revival. That is, like, advancing the kingdom. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I want to... Sorry, I I have to go on that because that that is so key is, is who are we out of out of these environments. And, and we often see, I want to even say Travis, like everyone sees him so, like he's just so, I feel like he's just such a good teacher. 
and he's just so, we f like I feel he's such a voice for this time, but we often don't see the brother that he is. And, and I, I, like we get to speak to that, like where he, he, he is someone who just sees the gold and pushes us way beyond what we want to do. And I'm scared to get up here or scared to speak. And the guy is like constantly seeing stuff in us and he's like pushing, pushing, pushing. He's just, he's gifted that way where he has a vision. He's like, you're doing this. And, um, but people, people just see like, oh, he's just so good at it. It's like, but that comes at a cost and that comes with being sometimes really misunderstood. And I, I love talking about Travis to people because I get to talk about him like my brother where he, he had to like, we, often our meetings are on the phone because I'm a mom of three and I'm like hiding in a bathroom as I'm meeting with him. <laughs> and um, my kids are safe, but sometimes you gotta lock yourself away. Um, <laughs> Um, I, didn't know, I didn't know you were in the bathroom. That's kind of <laughs> awkward. Moms are very good at multitasking. Um, but no, like, um, yeah, like, Trav, like, that, I think that's key, right? Where we're like, we can be like, we can be like, oh, we're really prophetic. We're really, like, good at, like, preaching. But he's actually the best at being a brother. And I remember when I was pregnant and I was like, Trav, you don't even, you don't even want to know what's going on. Like, you don't want to know the details. And he's like, okay, well, I don't need to know the details, but, like, how can I love you and Aaron? Like, can I bring you guys, like, hot wings? Like, he's like, can I bring you food? And I remember just being like, sometimes we just put people, like, women in roles. Like, Karis, can you make me, a f you know, a meal? Because you're a really good cook. But I remember being like, yeah, Trav, can you? Like, can you just come over and can we watch the hockey game? Right? Like, I think that's something we want to share is, like, it's not like we're sitting together 24 hours praying and, and having vision. I think we got to just be, like, we got to be like real with one another and actually like do life together. And, and that's something you guys are doing, but we want to see even further where it's like what Kara said, we got to be good at being friends and brothers and sisters. And that means like doing the hard days together. That means not having the answers and weeping together. And Trav, all of these guys, these guys like, you guys have cried for us and with us and have brought pop and wings over because I wanted that that day. <laughs> And blizzards, <laughs> many times of blizzards. Anyway, but yeah, like, like let's keep it real, guys. Right? Like, it's we got to just be quality people. And I think, um, and we're gonna move on. But the the sacrifice that that we sometimes don't see, and we see, and it's and it's just, and I, I would say it's it's the leaders in our churches too. It's the pastors all around us, mm -hmm. and they say that I was reading a book recently. It says that pastors and ministers, it's one of the top four toughest jobs next to the president of the U.S. And, and uh, that'd be tough. Um, but, but just there, there is a weight. There is a weight that's not easily seen. And we can come in with our consumer, we can, but there's a weight. And, I, and you see it coming into this weekend. All this week, each one of us, we're having junk dreams. We're having bad things happen to us. We're having all this weight waking up like even here while we're here. It, you're going through stuff. Like there is a weight that when you carry a responsibility and authority, the enemy puts a target on you. And that's why prayer is so key. That's why a community is so key. Because there, there is a sacrifice that we don't see. 
and we don't see, you know, we don't see what Karis was going through last night. And, like, it, there was a battle. She was pushing for what happened last night. There was a battle happening. And, and, and if, is it okay if I share? Like, so Jolene goes, hey, Travis, are you in the room? I want you to know about this, about the golden thing. Well, I'm at the back, and, and Angel and Mike and I are praying for Karis. And Karis is just having a moment with the Lord, bawling. And, and so that's where I was and, and caring for Karis because she had felt the weight of what she was pushing in the room. And so there's things that, that we, we don't really know sometimes what our leaders are, what, what these guys go through, like the sacrifice. And, it's, um, and I just think, you know, even, even as resurgence, we have grown in this season. We, we lost a team member. We lost Diana in this in year. She and Benjamin have moved on to what God's called them to do. And that, that's amazing. But that was really hard. That was, the, for me as a leader, it's probably one of the hardest summers of how do you navigate, how do we go. At, meanwhile, Dean's going through stuff, Karis is going through stuff, I'm going through stuff. Um, they're going through, like, a lot of stuff with just the pregnancy and, and just baby and, and health and everything. And so it's, it's like, God, what is going on? You know, like, we're just feeling it and you're feeling the weight of it. And, um, and so I think, too, like, even in this room, we, we have missed thanking people at times. We've missed valuing people. We, we, um, we're learning, and there's mistakes. And so if you're in this room and you felt like you did something one time and we never thanked you or valued you, I mean, we are constantly evolving even how we do volunteers, how we do it different, how we communicate with people, how we do that better. We're trying to make that better because we've had, we've had seasons where we've, we've had tears with people and we've had to say, and they're in this room, we've had to say, we're sorry. We didn't do this right. We didn't honor you right. We didn't, you've served and we, we didn't do, we didn't support you. And so we're learning and, and it's, it's hard, and, but it's good because you're learning. <laughs> so you know that you're getting better at it. But there's a grace and in all of us, like I remember Havila said it, just give yourself ease that you've never been here before. And I, I imagine, sometimes I wake up, I'm like, God, what do we do today? How do we do this? How do we lead this? And I'm just stressed to this team. And I remember this summer going, God, how do I, how do I stir on the team? How do I, how do I be a leader to do this? Because I never got this trained in engineering school or in Bible school. They never said how to learn, lead resurgence. I've Googled it. There's no book on it. And like I've Googled many times. I've, I've like somebody wrote a book, how to lead resurgence. It's not there. And, and it's just, I just, but God says it's, it's me. Trust me. And so, so we're, we're learning, we're growing, we're, we're figuring it out. Yeah. Mission. Okay, uh, our last thing is mission. And I shared about mission. We're as a team, we believe that it's every day. And as we leave here, um, the call is, would you live this out beyond an altar? And last night, I thought it was so key. We felt, we felt Jolene said, we don't feel to really do a lot of laying on our hands. We felt God was gonna do something last night. Prayer happened then at the end and stuff happened. But listen, it was so significant that as we go out of here today, that this doesn't just stay here. That, that what God's done in your life just doesn't stay. And you're going to get at the door as we leave in, in a few. We're going to do a few things first. But there's a bag of popcorn that the team has put a snack for the way home. There's snacks at the back. There's water. Take one. But on that bag is some intentional questions. 
What did God do? What are the, you know, uh, the, the scripture? And I just, if you're in a car of people, if you're, but would, would you discuss those questions? Would you actually um, start to go, okay, what are the breakthroughs I'm getting? What are those things? And, and actually not just leave this here and go on with life, but live it out in your job. Live it out. And, and we're dreaming about what mission looks like every day. We're dreaming about the Canadian stuff. We want to send teams. We know that. We know that we're going to send teams. The first time I really got to know Dean is I said, I got to go to Malawi, Africa. Could you come with? And he didn't really know me. He came. And, and on that trip, we saw God move. And he came back and I'm like, you need to be a part of Resurgence. You need to come on our lead team. And, and that was a key connection. And so as we go, God does stuff. And um, it's so significant. And I believe dreams are going to come true as we go out and we reach out. And, uh, yeah, that's mission. Um, Sarah just had a good idea. I like this. Um, she just came up and said, you know, I, I want to have a time where we can pray for you, you guys. And Sarah is actually a key leader with our prayer team. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely going to say we'll do that. But before we do that, I just um, just kind of just want to speak some things out. And if you guys feel anything for anyone in the crowd, please speak it. Be bold if you want to encourage anyone. But um, you two, what's your names? Tamara. Yeah. Tamara Jerry. Jerry and Tamara. I just want to say um, you've been highlighted this weekend to me, and especially just today I'm on stage, and I feel like I'm looking at you a lot. And I, I want to say you guys have actually, um, you've been through hard times. You've, you've been through stuff, and you... Um, He's sharpened you to be overcomers. And I see you, um, I, uh, I saw the word school. Um, something about schools. Um, I don't know what that means, but I don't know if God's put a school in your heart. Um, but something about schools, something about teaching. And um, I, wanna, I wanna release just um, and pray. If you guys can extend your hands over this couple, I really see a mighty anointing of teaching over you. You're a mom and a dad and you carry an authority. Um, you carry just his love, but it's, it's, a, it's going to free people. And I see you guys just having a lot of influence over students. And so I just speak right now, Holy Spirit, would you come upon this mighty couple in Jesus' name? Would you come upon them with your fire? That the fire would just be so within their bellies that anything they do, it would come out with your power. Holy Spirit, would you just anoint them with the teachings that need to flow out of them? They are a couple who is yielded to your spirit. And so I call up the boldness in them. I call up the teacher in them. I call up just, there's something about their marriage. They're an example to people. People want healthy marriages, healthy relationships. So God bless this couple. Couple, this mighty couple and I also feel the father saying you have done well you have done well in the secret and in the times where you've been hidden and not noticed but he's he's putting the light on you and he's saying stand up be bold be you you are to be heard and so he will speak through you and I just say this in the mighty name of Jesus amen yeah yeah If anyone else a word, say it. Um, I um, I'm trying to go away from this because I think there's more for you. There's I don't know you. You're the gentleman sitting. You're looking at me. What's your name? Yep. What's your name? Adam. Um, part of me is like I want to go to this side, but God's pulling me back. And I um, Adam, I uh, can you stand up? I think there's something in you standing up. I don't know you, but I, I also just see God has done something this weekend in you. 
And I want to affirm and to seal in that nothing will be stolen from you. You have been stolen from. You have been... I just see like there's been attack and you've had to be misunderstood. And God is repairing and justifying things in your life. And I want you to receive it and there's more to come. And even if you could put your hands out, right now guys, we're not, we're not looking, we're actually praying and interceding for this mighty man. Yeah. And I, yeah, actually can you stand up around him? And I want you guys to start just praying into Adam. This man is a pure man of God, and there, we, you guys, what you're doing right now is you're imparting just heaven's blessing on him, a generous outpouring upon his life. He needs a breakthrough. He needs an outpouring of God's generous supply of heaven. And he's a guy that I just see, like, there's been stuff, stuff stealed from him, and right now I command everything stolen to be given back and more. The more to be poured from heaven onto Adam in Jesus' name. He is a son of God who has the inheritance of heaven. So you, you people around him, keep praying. Keep praying. And you, you, pour, you pour in whatever God's speaking from heaven into this man. Yeah, uh, Meredith, it's a new season for you. It is a new season. And I just believe that the Lord is just so pleased. I just see his joy all over you. And I just see that, the, like, it, he's just been so faithful. And I just see there's vision coming in this season, a, a real clarity. And there's going to be, that. there's no more clouds. I just, I, there's a sealer code of the Holy Spirit saying there's just no more of that. And it's just complete clarity. And there's a complete, it's, it's like you're leaving here and there's a bounce in your step. And it's not your own bounce. It's like he's put the joy. It, the joy of the Lord is our strength, not your own joy. It's his joy that comes and I, I just sense where there's been mourning and tears there's no more and I feel like it's you're not even gonna it, there's something about your story but I feel like for this season you're not even gonna talk about your story because it, you're not gonna go back and that's not who you are anymore and there's like a you, you you got a new story he's writing in this season and I feel like the chapters turned and it's like it's a whole new chapter and David you know we read that Psalms there's like you know he's crying out to God and all these circumstances and then also it's the next on the same page it's like God you're so good and da 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 and it's a brand new season and so let's just extend your hand towards Meredith God I thank you it is a new season we declare your goodness your joy your hope your love your vision over her life that the vision and the picture is bigger than she even can see right now so God I ask for the people around her I ask for uh, just 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 such a drive in her that that's not from her own but it's from you uh, that, that there would just be such a, a motivation that that comes from you and she would know exactly where to put her feet and the blessing of the Lord would just surround all around her it, it is completely a new season we declare that in Jesus mighty name um can can like like Mike Britt anybody that has birthed a baby <laughs> that's here yeah like Josh and Ayla like Carla Mark like where are they can you get them can you because it's like we need them here okay. we'll we'll come back to that one but I, I feel yeah. like that's important okay. um Mark I I um earlier today I felt like the Lord was like we need more voices like Mark 
and he's sharpening your voice, and I know a bit of what your passion mode is. What's it called? What's he do? Spoken word. I feel old, being like, what is that thing? <laughs> um, but he's given you a sharp tongue. And that, I, I prophesy, you are going to see healing through that. Your spoken word is going to free people. It's going to heal people. You know it. That's what you're hoping for. But I, I'm asking for an acceleration of that gifting upon your life. We need more voices. And it's got to come through creative ways. And he's called you for that. And I also think a big key to you is you keeping your wonder. I see a wonder in you. I see a, I see a posture that is just like, I'm always going to just... I'm just going to believe. I'm going to just anticipate. And I, I'm just, I know I have a good God and a good father. Like, you know how it is to be a son. And, and, and you, can, you have now the authority to give that out. You know how to make people sons. And so um, I just, I pray right now. Holy Spirit, would you bless Mark right now? Would you seal in um, that wonder? May that never be stolen, that childlike faith. Um, that Just that anticipation he'll always lead and live in. Um, but also I'm asking for the revelation from heaven to be imparted so he can give out the words of heaven. He can release the prophetic words. I just call up the prophetic in Mark right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, Chris, Chris has a word here that God just given him. Okay. Um, so I just sense that there's some people here who, um, some women here who are barren, and I just want to praise Psalms 113 over you. It says, praise the Lord, praise, O servants of the Lord, praise the name of the Lord. Bless, blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations and his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God who is seated on high, who looks far down on the heavens and the earth. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes and the princes of his people. He gives the barren woman a home, making her the joyous mother of children. Praise the Lord. So I just believe that the Lord wants to break off barrenness in this place. So Father, we break off barrenness right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. Any woman in this place, Lord, who has a desire from you to have children, God, to raise up the next generation. Lord, we just bless that desire that is upon them. Lord, your word says that all the desires of the righteous end in good. And so, Lord, this desire that you have put upon them, Father God, it is not in vain in the name of Jesus. So we rebuke barrenness right now. And, Father God, let children be birthed, Lord. Let the children, let the next generation come forth in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Right now, healing. Are the families here? Are the families here? Can you guys come up? Come on up, babies. Yeah. You, you don't need to bring the kids. I know, I understand. Carla, Carla, I'm reading you. Because you're like, are you kidding me? That's chaos. I want to receive. No, I get it. Um, can you actually come right to the center? Come on up. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. You guys, turn, turn to Russ first, and then I'm going to make you turn around. But um, I, we're young. We're young. So don't think we're like, we got it. We don't know what we're doing. But we just want to say, keep running the race. 
keep doing kingdom, okay? Keep focus on one another and making Christ the center of your life, center of your marriage, you're doing it. And God will, he will, he'll do the rest, he'll add to you. And so Aaron and I, we're gonna, we're gonna pray. <clears throat> you guys actually, oh, sorry, this is when I want you to turn around because I want the, I want the crowd to impart and believe for your families. Mm-hmm. Father, we we thank you for family. We thank you that it's throughout your word. It's your desire. It's your desire for family. It's your desire to be fruitful and and just to to bring kingdom through family and through marriage. It's your desire for us to be examples and lights in this dark world. And I pray right now, I pray your hedge of protection upon these mighty men and women and their families. I pray your protection, your provision upon their lives. Let them walk and, and just, just seek you first and they will be added to. So I pray for every situation they're facing. And I just say, you be in alignment with heaven. Heaven's generosity be outpoured on their lives. And Father, we pray for the marriages. We pray that their marriage would be so rooted and established in your love and in your power. We declare that their marriages will be just like mighty oaks, mighty oaks, so strong and so rooted in your name and in your truth. So, Father, I pray and prophesy that they as leaders would rise up and be bold voices. They would sing new songs. They would tell new stories. They would preach. They would teach. You would anoint them with your fire. You'd anoint them with your spirit like never before. When we're families and parents, I often feel like the world's saying, you got to slow down. But I declare a new season for these, these precious ones. I declare there's a fire and that you'll be speaking revelation. You'll be speaking direction. You've anointed them for such a time as this. They are more than ready to release your word and your power. So I pray this over them. And God, whatever, I just speak to any schemes of the enemy trying to steal from their fruitfulness, trying to steal from just their, their calling, and I break it off. We break it off right now in Jesus' name. And we say, oh, poor Father, your precious story may be more than they could ever hope or dream. Jesus, we just thank you for, for these families represented here. We thank you for these parents and for the children. Jesus, we um, thank you for, I'm just realizing the, these are all musical people here, musical uh, moms and dads, and we just, we pray for the music that's going to be in their house, for the way that you'll minister through music. We pray for uh, their children just to have ears to hear and to receive. God, we pray um, that even when mom and dad need encouragement, that they would receive that through their children and um, from babies up to as they as they grow older and they, they bring things home and they'll just have words of encouragement. God, we pray that you would um, not only minister to those children, but minister through them, um, that they would be having dreams, they would be having visions, that they would be bringing things into their families um, that they are not just receiving from their parents, but they are, they're teaching them as well. And God, um, that, that you would just be speaking through them and into them. Jesus, we just pray for increase in their in their households. We pray for um, increase in, in patience when mom and dad need it. We pray for uh, just the teaching that's going to happen there, for the discipleship that's going to happen. We pray for this generation that's rising up. We thank you for the servant hearts represented here, uh, that it's not easy to, um, to serve with your kids. And we look at... Um, 
yeah, just it, just bringing your kids here, that's that's challenging enough. And then making it out to the sessions, but being up on stage, playing your instruments and serving and being in the prayer room and just committing this time. Uh, Jesus, we just thank you for for the sacrifice that's here, but we thank you also for the joy that comes with that. And we just pray an increase for these families, just that you would just be pouring out on them even as they head home, that um, we pray against any, any backlash, we pray against any attack uh, as they leave this place. Just the, the, the seeds that you've been sowing and the soil that it's been setting into this weekend, uh, that you would be watering that, that there wouldn't be, be weeds coming up, that there wouldn't be um, you know, anything to attack that as they leave this place. We just pray that you would seal that in. And uh, yeah, just an increase for these families. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of Resurgence. For more information, go to liveresurgence.com.